I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the Bravo universe, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, and Kate Hudson. We're also giving more updates on last week's episode topics, including the cast of The White Lotus, John Hamm, and more. We're discussing all of this with Ben and Ronnie from the hit podcast, Watch What Crappens. On their podcast, Ben and Ronnie praise, ridicule, and eviscerate the Real Housewives, Below Deck, and whatever other crap Bravo throws at them. Let's get started. Want more from delivery? You can get it with Dash Pass by DoorDash. Looking to save on delivery? Dash Pass is your door to $0 delivery fees and more on DoorDash. I'm obsessed with DoorDash, aren't I, Ferris? You love <laughs> nothing more than a DoorDash day. I can save money on delivery and have everything I'm craving delivered right to my door. Speaking of cravings... The last time we ordered, what did we get, Ferris? You well, were here. You were like, I need a burger and fries. I just need a burger. Where should I order from? And I was like, well, what about the diner? And you said, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. just door dash it. Yeah. So that, that's exactly what happened. We did. And you were like, are you going to eat anything? And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I literally had the worst day and ate all of your fries. You did. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, Dash Pass makes it easy to save on restaurants, groceries, retail items, and all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Dash Pass pays for itself in two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from Delivery for Less. Sign up for Dash Pass today, only on DoorDash. Use code DOYOU and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we have two very exciting guests, um, Ben and Ronnie from the hit podcast, Watch What Crappens. I've seen you guys on Watch What Happens Live. How many times have you been on? Wow, I think we've been on three times, right, Ronnie? Yeah, we've been on three. That's cool. Yeah, what was that like? 
Um, it was so fun, and it it was during COVID, so we haven't been to the actual studio, so it's just how I like it, you know? I was just sitting right here in my underwear doing it how I like it. <laughs> I don't know that I would like it as much actually having to, like, go and, I don't know, put on... Do you have to wear a suit for that? I don't know. People wear... Especially the gays. I feel like the gays have to wear, like, at least a suit top, you know? But it was really fun, you know? Really easy. Just talking trash about Bravo people. That's what we do. Yeah. Did you feel like you had to censor anything you said because you were like at the mothership? No. Nope. Actually, no. Because we we did ours. I think they were all pre-taped, so we could even curse and everything, and they just bleeped it out. Um, I felt like we were able to go pretty in as far as as far as that show goes. So it was it was like a very easy, lovely experience. Okay, love to hear that. Yeah. And. What is going on in the Bravo universe today? Before we started recording, I was telling you guys, like, I hear, like, a little bit about what goes on in Bravo world, but you guys probably hear literally freaking everything. Like, what is everyone talking about right now? Oh, my God. Basically, everybody's going to jail. It's like the feds finally caught on to the world of Bravo, you know, and they're just starting to count. It's like Teresa started it, and then everybody else is just kind of starting to get in trouble for things. You know, there's the Erica Jane stuff. She was married to the really rich, like, powerful super lawyer, the old man Tom Girardi, who would tell her, like, go to your room, Erica. He was always really pleasant. Uh, He got in a lot of trouble. And yeah. uh, Jen Shaw, you know, the whole Jen Shaw case has been yep. um, not fun. I mean, you know, you know, talking about Bravo, it's like, oh, my God, it's been so fun. It's not fun. It's like so dark, but also mm-hmm. so fun, you know, because that is my fun. <laughs> so it's been terrible. <laughs> but there's a lot of that, a lot of like checking up on court cases. When Beverly Hills was on, there was like a big groundswell of gossip every single day. It was Some of it was like really terrible stuff about racist bots going after Garcelle's son or um, it's just stuff like, ooh, who, what did Kathy Hilton do in Aspen? So that was really like burning bright in our world. And then once that show ended, it's kind of been pretty chill and quiet with like those little Bravo con stuff. But other than that, it's been pretty chill this holiday season. Now, it's funny you mentioned what did Kathy Hilton do in Aspen because I heard about that like literally right after they filmed. So whoever was leaking that information, yeah, they were leaking it. Mm. So do you think that it was least as a as a as the professional, like as the ultimate professional in this field, do you think that that leaker was Lisa Rinna? Because that's always been kind of the rumor that I spread. (laughs) And (laughs) a lot of the Bravo, you know, Instagram people were saying like Lisa Rinna was trying to kind of form a a narrative at that time. Did you did you catch it? Because I know you have um, a way to email you that, you know, we can't really get caught. We can just use a fake email. And by we, I mean the general we. Not me personally. I would never. <laughs> but uh, do you think it was Rena? What say you? Um. Okay. So I did not get anonymous emails. I got DMs. So wow. I could see who was sending me the information. And I'm going to go on record and say, no, it wasn't her. I'm going to wow. say people heard from... I mean, I I hope they don't get mad at me, but from like producers and stuff who told people who told other people like my friend of a friend works on the show or my friend's brother's sister like works on the show. Like that's how I think it got around. No, I was gonna say, I just always think it's funny on these shows when it's like a group of people 
uh, there's like six of them on these shows. They're like, how did this get out? I mean, it's only the six of us. I'm like, there are like a hundred people in your production team. Like it literally could go out to anyone. Exactly. And that's what I think would happen. And I don't think that like Lisa Rinna like didn't talk about it. I'm not saying that. I don't think she was like as quiet as a church mouse. I just don't think that that's how it initially got out. That's just my experience. I'm sure that other accounts have different experiences, but that was my experience. But my point was like, I talked about that like pretty early on. Um, I have a podcast episode right after it happened. And then people were still asking like what happened and not believing what I think like I was saying, probably what you guys were saying. Like we all heard the same thing. And I think that people were still not believing it. Yeah, we all heard the same thing, but it's Housewives, and it's so typical Real Housewives where they get you at the very, like, before this, all that stuff started coming out before the season, right? So this stuff is coming out, like, Kathy Hilton's in this club, and she said all this racist stuff to all these people, and you have to watch a season, then we all watch a season, we're waiting for it, and that season was literally 10 years long. Like, I don't, I could have raised a child in the time that that season, it was so long, and then by the end, you don't find out anything because the damn cameras weren't even in there. And so that whole thing happened over that entire year, and we never even got an answer. I knew that was going to happen. Did, now, dude, did you ever get any information were you ever leaked to by Erica's publicist? Because on the show, on like the fin- on the season finale, they show uh, Erica's publicist, Jack, basically eavesdropping in on a conversation and then that conversation like immediately winds up like on TMZ and everywhere. So a lot of people thought he was also leaking it. He has never messaged me firsthand. Now, I don't know if he's had other people message me. Mm. I can't say that. I mean, I don't know what lengths people go to cover their tracks, (laughs) but I mean, I was receiving DMs. It wasn't just anonymous emails. It was dms it was conversations i was having with people about it like oh my god i can't believe that happened like that's so crazy um but yeah so i just felt like people like weren't believing like what what all of the accounts were um reporting but we all heard the same thing so i'm glad i'm not going crazy it's kind of fun to be like well that sounds like the way it went like the most obvious thing is that a producer leaked it but then that's not as fun as thinking but what if Erica did it, you know, and then we start like whipping up all these like alternate ideas. Then we get lost in like, which was the original idea. That was the one that seemed the most sane and which is the one that we, we sort of like leaned, leaned into because it seemed more interesting, you know? So it sort of becomes like a tangle. Well, yeah, but I mean, the leaker was the one who, the leak, the storyteller, the one with the pen controls the narrative, as your dad says, man, you know, the one with the <laughs> ink controls the narrative. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, the producers and the, all these people weren't sitting in there. It's whoever told them, you know, whoever's blabbing their mouth is the one that's controlling the narrative. So I don't know. It sounds like Rena. I'm just going to say, uh, you like how I stay planted? I just you wanted to be Rinna so bad. I spent a year screaming it's Rinna, and no matter what you tell me, it's going to be Rinna in my head. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I just think that people don't give the producers of these Bravo shows like enough credit for the fuckery that goes on because oh, they're yeah. the ones pulling the strings. And listen, if I had a show, I would tell my producers to do the same thing because yeah. ratings. Yeah. Ratings. You know? yeah. It's like smart. Do. Exactly. Ratings. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, I wanted to ask you guys about Summer House, yes. um, the feud between Lindsay and Danielle. I get this question every week. I asked Lindsay. I literally asked her, like, what's going on? She was like, you have to watch this season. You have to watch it play out. But my audience is not satisfied with that answer. So what have you guys heard happen between them? 
Gosh, I haven't heard anything in, in, insider. Have you, Ronnie? The the basic rumblings about it are that Carl and Lindsay became a couple, and Lindsay was always kind of Lindsay's just kind of about herself, you know. Like she's one of the best people on that show as a viewer, but she really is Lindsay. She's a special case, okay? And she's all about herself. And Danielle's just kind of follows her around and does whatever she says. She's that character on the show that just is always there to stand up for Lindsay and follow Lindsay around and listen to Lindsay's drama and all of that. And so I think that Lindsay, there's probably that resentment, right? That Lindsay's just not spending time with her anymore because Lindsay really only calls you when she needs you from what it sounds like. I don't know her, but, um, Mm -hmm. Then the other rumor is that Lindsay and Carl are just faking this relationship for the press and all the Instagram money that comes from it and all the people magazine interviews and stuff like that. So I hear that a lot of the conflict this season is accusing them of being in a fake relationship. Um, and so it's the house versus Lindsay and Carl. But wow, those are the basic I haven't heard that. Yeah, I don't know specifically like what fight, but it's Summer House, so I'm sure it's something extremely stupid and petty and, yeah. and tiny you know but the bigger the bigger um bitterness and jealousy issues seem to be that would you guys fake an engagement ever i would not fake an engagement that's a lot i mean that yeah. <laughs> i mean i know there's there is money on the line and a storyline but faking an engagement that's a lot of effort that's a lot of like those instagram <laughs> photos posing yes. together or holding pumpkin spice like i can't do that no. I don't even get ready to go on a, a date, like a real date. I can't imagine being like, hey, let's spend the next two years of our lives faking. But maybe some people are saying faking it as in like, you guys don't really even love, love each other. It's just convenient because, you know, Summer House is one of those shows that's about hooking up and everyone's like, oh my God, what if I don't get married by the time I'm, well, in their case, like, 47 or whatever they are it's like oh my god my expiration date is coming you know they all act like cartons of milk in a 7-eleven like they could be dead (laughs) any minute and so they're saying you know maybe you both just haven't found anything and you're you're desperate so you're just gonna hook up then just settle but i call that settling i don't i don't call it necessarily faking it i mean maybe once you get to the marriage stage it's faking it but isn't all marriage hmm Oh wow, you're getting you're getting, <laughs> getting deep really over here. deep here. Getting really deep. <laughs> now, I just by the way, I want to. I don't know. Hold our I don't, chins. <laughs> I don't know if you remember from season one, but the very first season of Summer House, um, Lindsay came into the house with her friend Christina, and they were like buddy buddy. And over the course of the season, Lindsay fully undermined Christina, and basically, like at, in the end, Christina wound up leaving the house, sort of in this kind of like sad display where she grabbed a giant magnum of rosé and was like bye everyone and no one like cared and so i can totally see this dynamic happening again with danielle i'm actually surprised it hasn't happened yet and if it is what happens i'm like really excited to see it because it's one of my favorite storylines that ever happened on summer house yeah i remember her she was kind of unhinged though a little bit a little because oh, yeah. i don't she didn't really fit name? in yeah. you know so she didn't really know what to do. No, ben has she an didn't. interesting ben, ben has an interesting way of remembering who he when he likes somebody. He's like, remember <laughs> poor innocent Christina 
who did Memphis she was so lovely. Remember when she was cuddling with that baby seal and Lindsay tried to murder her? But then Lindsay, remember Lindsay did go around telling everyone that she got fired from her job. And then like, I just remember there was a lot of undermining and yeah. Christina was like sitting in the apartment trying to do like build her resume or something. And, and Lindsay brought in five interns to work in the couch where Christina was working. It was so toxic. It was great. Wow. You're like really bringing it back. I'm trying to like picture exactly what you're describing. That was like the first season. Yeah. It was, it was many the first years season. Ago. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's the history, but it's the history books. Um, okay. Well, let's move on to our topics of the week. I have a couple updates for you guys. You know, the White Lotus cast hookups has been... <laughs> There is your theme music. I love that. (laughs) That was so awesome. Oh, my God. Um, I was like mesmerized watching you do that. Um, The White Lotus cast hookups have been a big topic of conversation. I talked about it on last week's podcast. I just want to let you guys know that there was a blind item. I'm just going to read it really quick. Like months ago. Um kind of like alerting you guys that yes, cast hookups were happening. So this is what the blind item said. I'm unblinding it right now. Um, Word is the closed set of the White Lotus got really hot and heavy late at night. The cast and crew were trapped there filming and everyone was hooking up. Every night, Jennifer Coolidge would get called by her nickname from from that popular movie. So she would be called Stifler's mom. Um, And she'd black out on pina coladas, but she was super cool about it. (laughs) My source said it was the best experience of her life. No bad vibes. She slept with at least two notable crew members and said that was light. So that was her source that slept with two notable crew members, not Jennifer Coolidge. To quote my source exactly, I've never seen so many married men openly pursuing affairs in one place wow Um, so that was a blind item about the um cast of the white lotus and that's unblinded and then also last week i talked about megan and leo hooking up are you guys watching the show i'm assuming so i'm I'm actually ronnie is i'm starting it this weekend because i'm going to minnesota and i'm gonna be watching it on the airplane but you can say say, oh, say whatever you so want. I don't good. care about the spoilers at this point. I'll I'll just I'll deal with it. This doesn't ruin the show. It might actually enhance your experience of watching oh. the show because in real life these people hooked up. Um, so last week I talked about how Megan and Leo hooked up. These are not the character names. These are the actors' names. And Haley Lou Richardson and Adam hook, hooking up. Um, somebody wrote in about that and said, can confirm Adam is single and so is Megan. Both are lovely and amazing people. Adam and Haley were hooking up on set the whole time. So Ben, when you watch I can Adam's the- character and Haley's character, yeah, they, they were kind of like flirty and friendly in the show. They were hooking up the whole time in real life. Megan and Leo... Leo's like the hottest guy on the show. You're going to fucking love him. He's so fucking hot. so hot. Like so hot. Megan and Leo were hooking up the whole time. This is a legend. Um, Will couldn't stand Aubrey the whole time he was on set. Anyway, everyone else was very nice apparently and got along. Wait, Will couldn't stand Aubrey? Really? That's what what this source says. I just want to remind everyone this is alleged information. I have no confirmation that this is 
fact. This is probably somebody who worked on the show gossiping to their friend and the Lisa friend Rena. telling me. Just say it. It was Lisa Rinna. It. It <laughs> we all know it. Uh, but, you know, I it works for their characters, right? Those Because those two characters are married, but they have yes. like, the worst energy ever. I saw them yes. do the HBO after the show special or whatever that they do after the end of those episodes. And theirs was really awkward. You know, he's like, well, you know, this is what my character does. She's like, I'm Abby Plaza. <laughs> I was like, wow, they seem like they hate each other. So it's good to know that they do actually hate each other. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. That's all for the, the White Lotus um, right now. I have to like give the White Lotus a shout out. They sent the most amazing PR boxes that I'll unbox on my Instagram. I'm not really like an unboxer, but it's literally the most gorgeous PR box for the show. I, and I and I have to tell you guys, like full disclosure, I asked for this. I saw mm-hmm. someone else have it and I was like, <laughs> that is the most gorgeous PR box. I can't wait to show you guys. Like, I don't mean to like brag, but that show, it's that. Just, I just want to, I just want to say that show is doing it right. Like wow. from. Yeah, I want to see it. I, I was like, wait, uh, I want a PR uh, box. Okay. <laughs> Ronnie, it's so gorgeous. Like I'm like, holy shit, this is beautiful. And by the way, I don't get a lot of PR boxes, so I really have nothing to compare it to. But just like my own opinion is that it was beautifully executed. The um, la- so thank oh. you HBO and thank you the White Lotus for sending me that. The last yeah. PR box that I got Shout came from them. the Knot, and it, it arrived, and I opened it up. And it was in celebration of Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky having 25 years together. And it like you open it up and it, you just hear audio of Kyle Richards saying, Hi, I'm Kyle Richards, and I've been married to my husband for 25 years, and we're celebrating it in the knot. And I was like, ah, like throwing it out the window. That's kind of epic. Are you serious? That sounds kind of epic. I mean, I did keep the they did come with like a little shot ski and um they were they came with like some booze too. So I kept some of the stuff, but you know. Tequila, probably. She's a big tequila drinker. Yeah, exactly. DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best. Classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. What's your favorite casino game, Ferris? Oh, you know it's roulette. (laughs) Same. Same. Roll it like roulette, baby. Put it all on red. (laughs) What numbers are you playing, Ferris? I'm playing 6 and 11 and uh, 16. I'm playing 4, my favorite number. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code DOYOU. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code D-E-U-X-U. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg. Dot org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within seven days, 168 hours of registering a new account. Max. Match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 
2024. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, well, the next person I just want to touch on, we discussed him in last week's episode, is John Hamm. Oh. Um, I felt that it was appropriate for me, me to read this message rather than repost it on Instagram, just because it's a little sensitive. Um, this is somebody writing in regarding the podcast and John Hamm. I went to a fundraising event in San Francisco at a very famous family mansion that was black tie. It was hosted by Gwyneth Paltrow and John Hamm. He was unshaven, wore a wrinkled button down and pants, only man not in a tuxedo. Then when it came time to be speaking on the charity, he said fuck at least 20 times when he shared. Super, super drunk. Was in photos with a lot of people by the photogs at the event. And after the event... They wouldn't let anyone buy any of the images with ham in them. They were deleted. The images were deleted. Oh. Wow. Maybe because he was drunk and making an ass out of himself, I guess? Weird. Maybe. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow was gracious with everyone, but it was also wild that random guests were trying to grab her and forcibly take pics as well. After the event, we all went to another famous home in the same family, and he hit on my friend. Was pounding drinks there, too. It was gnarly. Not sure how he can keep working with the way that he parties. He's been given ultimatums before. Super Anon. Wow. Well, not only is he Don Draper, but he's apparently got like the biggest tweener in Hollywood. So it's like you've got two things that turn you into an egomaniac right there. I don't know how he could even escape being an egomaniac. I mean, it just sounds like he has a lot of like deep seated issues. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I guess it's not that surprising to me. I don't know why. I guess I guess when you do play someone like Don Draper for so many years to find out that they're actually like a booze hound in real life, sort of like is not that strange to think about. But I feel like he's done so much lifting, heavy lifting, trying to make himself a comic actor for like the past 10 years, always doing like pop-ups on SNL and stuff and now like a progressive commercial. So uh, it's just like weird to reset to a Don Draper kind of John Hamm. 
He is really funny. I he mean, is. I think he's really funny in a comedic role. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's funny too, and I love Don Draper. I'm wondering, like, I'm just trying to think of what this email. Okay, so if they had, if they said that people were really like grabbing Gwyneth and trying to get her in pictures, maybe that's just what they were doing because. You know, people do do that sometimes. I mean, we see it with Real Housewives all the time, where they'll just, like, grab them out of the swimming pool by the hair and be like, take your picture with yeah. me. I'm from Florida. <laughs> you know, or whatever. You see that kind of behavior <laughs> sometimes there. But I thought people would be a little classier with movie stars and stuff. But maybe they're not. And he was just like, fuck all these people. Don't sell anyone a picture. Yeah, but he, if he showed up in, maybe like, a rumpled shirt. Getty himself. Wait, you're John Hamm. You're John Hamm in- <laughs> Personation? <laughs> Why it just cracked me up? Fuck all these people. Fuck them all. Get Getty on the phone. I want to speak with Mrs. Getty right fucking now. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds like he showed up, um, you know, a little overserved, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's hence the wrinkled button down and pants and then just kept the party going. But you're right. Like people grabbing at you, forcibly trying to take a picture with you is not the vibe, especially at a charity a event. A black tie event. That's sort of, yeah, it's a lot. When people give you money to do a charity event, because, you know, they get paid a lot of money. Usually, I'm not saying these two did, but generally people get paid for these appearances, you know, kind of a lot of money. And to the charity, they're like, this is, okay, my mom did this when I was little. She was in junior league, so they did a lot of charities, okay? And this is in El Paso, Texas, so just so, just so we've got setting down. And um, they hired Marley Matlin for one charity oh. one time to come in and do something. And my mom was so mortified by Marley. She was like, that lady is not nice. And I was like, yes, she is. How dare you talk about Marley Matlin? Like, who talks about, when have you ever heard anything nasty about Marley Matlin? You know? Literally never. And my mom was like, she was not nice. She would only stay for an hour. She didn't want to take pictures with everybody. And then she left to eat dinner at the restaurant next door. And, you know, Marley Matlin was probably like, you didn't pay me enough to take pictures with 9,000 people and stay there all night and dance with everybody's creepy husband, ma'am. No? Yeah, so that's a good point. Yeah, and the thing is Maybe also like once I'm on Marley Matlin's side in this whole John Ham thing. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that like once one person pulls Gwyneth Paltrow for a photo, you know, because everyone's all dressed up there in their tuxes and ball gowns, being all refined. But then once Shelly comes around and says, like, can I get a photo with you, Gwyneth? Just my daughter would love it. And then she takes that photo. And then everyone's like, well, she got a photo. I want my photo with Gwyneth. And then everyone turns into, like, a pack of rabid wolves, you know? So, yeah, I guess I can understand John Hamm just wanted to drink through that. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Um, I think a lot of celebrities use that as an excuse when they're in a public place and get asked for a picture. They say, if I take a picture with you, I'm going to have to, like, stay here for hours and take a picture with everyone. So they just decline the first picture. Mm. So I actually can't fault them for that because you know especially if they're like in a rush or on their way some to someplace else like you know Can, um they can't be sticking around for you know her. who did it really well here's oh here's a little bit of very small inconsequential celebrity gossip so uh about uh five months ago i was walking down the street and i saw conan o'brien standing there and he's talking to someone and i back in like 1998 i was actually an intern on late night with conan o'brien so, you know, I had definitely interacted with him, whatever. So I just was like, oh, it's Conan. So I walked up to him and I was like, just very quickly, I was like, I was like, hey, uh, my name's Ben. I was an intern on your show back in 98. And he goes, oh, and you survived. And he shook my hand. He goes, well, take care. And I was like, uh, yeah, yes. And I just kept <laughs> on walking. And I was like, ooh, that was like so 
perfect. It was like he acknowledged me. It, I, I felt very warm. I was like, oh my God. And then he also just sent me on my way. And I was like, that's the perfect way to like, that's how all celebrities should do it. To just automatically say, take care and just ex- just dismiss you. And I felt, I was like, that was wonderful. After you, after, after he wiped his, the tears from his eyes. Was, <laughs> after he wrote, after he like, wrote the email to Dumois being like, you will never <laughs> believe what an mf <laughs> I spent Colin 20 years finished. waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> let's, let's quickly touch on um, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Um, the Good Morning America hosts, their affair was exposed, I think, last week. Um, and that's all anyone can talk about. And listen, the affair has been exposed. You know, they were both cheating it's been made public, but people want more information. They like can't get enough of the story. I have a couple DMs. Let me just read through them. Uh, somebody says, okay, so I've told this story for years. So when the story broke, the story about the affair, my close friends were not shocked. Amy had an affair with Matt Lauer when she was on the Today Show, an intense one. They broke it off because he wouldn't leave his wife. She then started to date Andrew Shu. So this was before she was married to Andrew Shu, who is her now husband. She allegedly had an affair with Matt. Matt said he would leave his wife. She told him no because she was with Andrew Shu. He lost his mind and screamed, Andrew Shu, Andrew fucking Shu. That loser came up to me on the street and is a fanboy. She stuck to her guns and didn't end it with Andrew. After that, Matt did what he is now known for and basically punished her by harming her career. He stopped pushing her to be the first pick to cover on Today during the prime slots, made them move her back to only weekends, and she left for ABC. Uh, Somebody is refuting this and saying, just to clear this up, Amy absolutely did not have an affair with Matt Lauer. She was sexually harassed by him and another executive producer at NBC. Natalie Morales had the affair with Matt. Um, And then this person goes on to say, Michael Strahan is a gem on and off camera. Everyone loves him. Robin Roberts, as I'm sure you've been told, is generally the nicest person in TV news. And by the way, she looks it. Robin Believe Roberts. Yeah. I was worried. I was like, worried where that sentence was going. She... I was like, when you're like, and also Robin Roberts is generally known to be the absolutely and I was like, please don't say worse. <laughs> that makes she me happy. She is the Don Draper of morning news. <laughs> <laughs> she is awfully nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no, you we can all, you know, wipe our brow for that one. Robin Roberts is nice. And and that's been the consensus. I've been posting a little bit about newscasters. People want, you know, now they want all the information. If there's one affair, there's another, right? I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. If it walks like a duck and it's a duck. Um, so people want all the morning news and newscaster information somebody also wrote um amy (laughs) this is not very nice i don't like to use this word but somebody said amy who is a deeply unpleasant biatch um and andrew have been on the rocks forever they got married way too quickly um, they've always been like one big fight away from a divorce. Everyone who knows them is frankly shocked they lasted as long as they did. She has seemed to openly hate him at times, so it didn't take much to tip this one over the brink. 
Wow. Well, where's all the? You know, I have to say, I hate to, I hate to be this guy, but where's all the emails about TJ? You know, why not is, one. But what didn't TJ have an affair? The why is it she's the snarly biatch? And like the headlines I'm reading right now, like the Sun, snarling Amy Robach showed suppressed anger when breaking. Like what the hell? Where's his? Where's his hatred? Okay. Didn't, and by the didn't way, didn't he have say, an affair don't, though? Don't hate either one of them. Yeah, that's he what did. I'm saying. They had an affair with each other. So, but I think he had other you? affairs. I think Ben, are you referring to the fact that he had other affairs? Yes, and Amy? so I agree with Ronnie because yes. it's like, why is Amy getting all this hate? But what about TJ? TJ's a dog too. I mean, is it like, is it good old fashioned misogyny, or do people just really still love Andrew Shue that much? Because I, well, I think when people think well. of Andrew Shue, we still think of that guy from Melrose Place who yep. like. Didn't he like play soccer? Like that was yes. Yes. or no, he was a real soccer player, right? He was. Yes. And he, both. Wasn't he always getting dumped on Melrose Place and cheated on? I feel like he was <laughs> yes. dumped and cheated on. Every storyline was him getting dumped on and cheated on. And now it's all these years later. And when you look him up in pictures, he still looks like Andrew Shue, but like even sadder. Because you know Andrew Shue has those sad eyes. Like sad yeah. eyes. He's still got those sad, like I should be playing soccer eyes. And I think that it's just hard for people to take, I guess. I don't know. He's too hot for to not have um, a better career by now. You know, like, I don't understand why that happened. Um, but by the way, ABC took both um, both of them off the off the news. And I feel like, why? Why can't we have them on there? Why can't we enjoy this moment? It'll be great ratings for ABC. Is this going to somehow ruin the news? The news is ruining itself. These people are making the news better for us. I yeah. think it has to do with probably like, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever have worked in corporate America, but like there's all these like made up HR I mean, I said made up. I'm sure people are going to correct me and be like, those are employment laws. But like there's all these like <laughs> there's all these like HR rules against like fraternizing with, right. you know, colleagues and stuff. And some organizations turn a blind eye and some really have to enforce them. And I would assume that in 2022, this is like the age of enforcing like everything. So they can't just be like, okay, go about your business. Like they have to do some sort of internal investigation. Yeah. So, and it could turn into like lawsuits and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, but you know, they're also all doing it too. It's like, Oh, well, that's what I mean. Like, you know, this hits such like a feverish, pace the gossip about it that they had, had to, do, to something. do something yeah. yeah it's like the old 1950s marriage thing like do what you want just still let me find oh. out about it exactly and i also think we need to um let everyone know if you had forgotten if the audience has forgotten that andrew shoe is the brother of elizabeth shoe yes. who is an amazing actress wonderful actress I love her yeah. cocktail. Still got she's it iconic too. She should yeah. got an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. And what about her 80s movies like Adventures in Babysitting? One of the Cocktail. best of all time. Soap Dish. Yeah. So, Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, she already said that. Soap oh, dish. Soap Dish. Our personal yep. favorite Soap Dish. Also, yeah. she's like, she's the first. Well, not the first. I don't want to say first, but one of the first who's really become such a great actress, really just using a shrug. You know, that's all she, <laughs> she's a shrug actor. She's like, meh. Like, that's her whole acting attitude. It's just like, <laughs> meh. And she's just come so far. She was just in The Boys. Did you watch that show, The Boys? Yes. Wait, I can't believe you just dissed her that bad. She was also in The Saint with Val Kilmer, which is one of my favorite all-time movies. Yeah. I've watched it 20 times. Have you seen it? Wow. that is. I feel I like I saw that many you know, years Val ago. Kilmer, yeah. I'm, I will now, though. 
Yeah, fire okay. it up again. I'm going to write it. Yeah, it's so good, you guys. Like, you're going to forget, like, how good it was. It's, like, romance and action and, like, it's just really good. Um, I'm going to say that she does more than just shrug in that movie. <laughs> but, just but like, she's just more like, even if she's in danger, they'll be like, oh, my God, Elizabeth Shue, you're down a well. And she'll be like, yeah, please help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean it mean. I love Elizabeth Sue. She's just like, maybe maybe I should have called it effortless. <laughs> As in not making much of one. But it's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I these are the times that I wish that my podcast had video. I know I like I'm so annoying and have to stay behind a black screen, but I'm cracking up because you're like acting it out. <laughs> and it's so funny. We should funny. get you we should get you like a cartoon character made of yourself, you know? So All that, right. like you can still be in the video, but it just kind of animates as you talk. Okay. They have those. They have those. They do? One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the Mimeo things on your are they called Mimeos, Ben? The things on your yeah. memojis the- or whatever, where they're you and you talk and it, it's like you're a you're a dinosaur talking. Don't the gorillas I, oh yeah, I know do that? Yeah. Or something. You know that band the gorillas, they're also like there yes. Was, you know, mm-hmm. there was a like cartoon gorillas on stage. There's like a way. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure there's some cartoon gorilla technology you could employ, you know? Hey, dude, we need to have a talk. We're going to make a cartoon of you. <laughs> 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 or like someone who looks like Elizabeth Shue. Like maybe I oh could like. Oh my God. Just like Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> it's like a picture of Elizabeth Shue and the mouth just moves. Yes. Your podcast oh could be Do Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, okay. Chumwa. Um, okay. Chumwa. There it is. There it is. Chumwa. I love it. Um, okay. The next, the next couple that I need to discuss because I made a very like flippant comment during a Q&A about Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton's marriage. Um, I had heard that it was difficult. And, you know, that's a pretty blanket statement to make. All marriages are difficult. So I didn't mean to like sound the fire alarms with that comment. But I did hear specifically that things aren't always easy between them in their marriage. Um, I went back to my source and I asked them because I also thought that I was like hallucinating. I was after I posted like my answer, I was like, wait, did I just make that up? And then I went back to my source and I was like, didn't you tell me that Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton have a difficult marriage? And the person said, yes. So I wasn't hallucinating. Um, This is the person's answer. Yes, they run hot and cold. He is obsessed with her and loves her so, so, so much, but she knows it and takes advantage of it. She likes to play games where she will suddenly be sort of aloof and hard to get and make him prove how much he still adores her. She gets (laughs) hung up sometimes. And I didn't know this because she looks so fabulous. She gets hung up sometimes on being nine years older than him. What? She worries about him never having. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she worries about him never having biological kids. So she gets insecure and he has to step in with lots of reassurance. The age thing definitely weighs on her. Wow. I had no idea that Gwen Stefani was nine years older than Blake Shelton. So she should know if anyone can get this back to Gwen Stefani. Like, girlfriend, you have nothing to worry about. You look yeah. fabulous. And if anything, I thought he was a couple years older than her. Yeah, because he's he's definitely yeah, she, aging. She's aging in one direction. He's aging in another, and they're both going at a fast pace. And so they're definitely <laughs> like, it doesn't. Feel, 
it doesn't feel like she she is like i mean because she's like 50 or something like that and i i mean she looks like she's 32 for crying out loud and he looks like he's 55 so that is shocking yeah I was who shocked. Goes, who's like dates or who marries and dates those kids and they're dating who marries Gwen Stefani and doesn't expect her to need constant approval? It's Gwen Stefani. I mean, of course, you should be giving her extra approval every day, you know? And I mean, if her- you're not, you deserve you're he's going to work with all these like young people who want to get their foot in the music industry and like, you know, like God working next to Adam every day. He's like, hey baby, like with the skin tattoos all over his body. I mean, I'm I would be crazy if that was my husband. I'd be like, what did you do today? Oh, really? Who'd you coach today? Really? What is she saying? And he's like, it's all <laughs> My team is all men, honey. You know, no, it isn't. Tell me yeah, everything. They I sing mean, love the, songs. You like it? Her biggest song is literally like, don't speak. Like, you just know there's going to be some, like, aloofness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she literally told us. She told us, don't speak. She, she literally said, told us. She said, like, I need some quiet time. She's like, I will sing it to you if need be, but this is what I really need right now. Her follow her follow up album, Don't Make Me Pull This Car Over. <laughs> um, she but also wasn't there something this summer um about him making like some kind of rude comment about her or something on the voice? I mean, I, <gasps> I don't know. Of course, I have but nothing you know- to back this up, but I remember reading something over the summer that was like, oh my God, I can't believe he made that joke about Gwen. And everybody got really upset about it. And I was like, I don't watch a voice or follow either of these people anymore. But that was interesting. I'll never talk about that again or think about that again. <laughs> I never heard I, I never heard that. But to be honest with you, that would back up with what my source said, the insecurity that she has and, you know, why she quote unquote plays games whatever those games are i mean i don't know how you play games yeah you never know with guys because that be that sounds like a that sounds like him telling somebody oh she plays games it's like hey honey what time are you coming home hey honey you said you were coming home at six but now it's eight where were you oh really you're gonna play games with me it's like no you literally told me a different time oh really game player I don't know. I don't trust Blake Shelton. There's something about Blake Shelton I don't trust. So I'm no, going to stand I agree up with for that. Gwen Stefani, even if none of this is true. Yeah, I'm on Gwen's side. I agree with that 100%. There's something about him that looks shifty and um, untrustable. So maybe, you know, that <laughs> maybe that also is the basis for, you know, why mm. she feels insecure. It sounds it just sounds like to me, like from what my source said, is that she feels a sense of insecurity in their marriage. And that could also be why i mean let's be honest she's had a lot of work done we whoever her her surgeon is is amazing because i think her work is great yeah um but she's had work done i mean like you said she's aging backwards but and also though like you know if you are dating if you're married to someone in the music industry who's younger than you i mean i would be insecure too i mean that's it's like what ronnie was saying before i mean i mean i what her and Gavin, when they were together, did that relationship, why did that relationship fall apart again? Was, it, was there any issue, like, were there any extramarital affairs with that issue or did it just sort of fall oh, apart yeah. on its own? He was a hot mess. So, yeah, like, if you come from that, you know, you're going to come in really stupid with, with your guard up. So, so I get it. Team Gwen all day long. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't even care if she's wrong. I'm team, yeah. team Gwen yeah, because always, I just, like, the rest of my life. I love her. Yeah, but also it's funny you bring up Gavin because during their marriage, remember he 
um, it came out about his secret love child that I don't right. think she knew about. Was and it like I a nanny think, or no? I don't know who it was with, but I've got, I'm blanking on the it's, love child's name. She's a model now. It came out during their marriage. And I think that at the time, her it name is definitely Daisy sh- Lowe. Yes, Daisy Lowe. Yeah, so, I'm looking yes. her up right now. And here's what she's doing today. She's a model, right? Yeah, she's so beautiful. Oh, my God. But uh, she's working hard to mend her relationship with her dad. But um, there's no date that's on nice. this. Oh, yeah. It's uh, 2022. <laughs> April 10th, 2022. Yeah, oh, well, that's recent. nice. But, yeah, yeah, I just feel like a man. Look, men in general, you could be talking about any aging man. They're like old dudes in a Costco when there's like a chicken tray out. They don't even want the chicken. They're not hungry for the lunch, but it's there, you know, and they just take a piece of it and they eat it because they're in the Costco and that's what you do. I feel like if any, if it's, it's, it's easy to tempt a man is what I'm saying. That's a, it's a very long way of saying, especially if you've got a man in the music industry, still on one of the most popular shows in the world. I listen, I would have a, a choke, a, not a choke collar, but what do you put on dogs to make them not bark? A shock collar a on muffle, his neck. Muffle. And I'd be yeah. following his, his iCloud find my friends or whatever every second of the day. You bet your ass. In in your Costco scenario, was the chicken <laughs> supposed to be the supposed to be women? Women, women, women. Opportunities. <laughs> oh, opportunities. Opportunities. Okay. Right. Oh. Just, women are not just boiled chicken on okay. a Costco tray. Thank you for thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> just <laughs> checking. No, it's just opportunity. You know, any any time a man feels an opportunity to feel sexy. You know, I'll take it. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm the man in the Costco staring at the chicken, even though I don't eat chicken. You know what I mean? I got just, you. Let's I got just you. move on. Let's move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> when you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the farmer's dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. 
visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Two actresses that um, came up in last week's Q&A that people were really interested in because I said I had a file on them. I've talked about this before. I do have files um, on celebrities with old posts in them. Um, I said I would dig up my Kate Hudson and Gwyneth Paltrow files. I got a lot of requests for both of those. I don't think I can handle both in one episode. So we'll start with Kate Hudson. Um, And as I was telling you guys before we started recording, like she scares me a little. Yeah. I I don't know why. Maybe it's because of stuff I've heard. I'm I'm a little terrified of her too because she's just very like so nice and energetic and like you know what I bring good energy you know what I like good vibes and I'm like uh oh she's gonna kill me you know I just feel like <laughs> so you don't like trust that. people like that yeah I don't yeah I don't trust people and also I'm from Texas so you know we have a kind of a way about us it's you know you know like the old bless your bless your heart that kind of thing yes so when that energy comes at me I just feel like someone's saying f you f you fat you're fat you're fat yeah you're fat. you know I just feel like they're hating on me even though they're just because the their kindness is so over energetic it feels like or condescending it sounds like their yeah. kindness is maybe like a little condescending well yeah. my experience with first of all I love Kate Hudson I'm a huge fan of hers I will literally like I've said this before I will buy anything that she's endorsing or selling I'll watch all her movies I love her style um I love I think she looks great I love everything about her I recently reviewed celebrity owned alcohol brands for bustle and her vodka was on that list and I guess she didn't really like what I had to say about her vodka because the brand wow Wow. okay let me just preface by saying I'm a vodka drinker that is my drink when I go out right so I you know it's Belvedere for me like that's what I drink and I think that that's just like a very high quality, great tasting vodka. So if you're going to compare anything to Belvedere, I think that that's like, it's hard unless you're of that like same elk, like Kettle One, um, what have you. So it was hard for me to review it because I, I knew what I liked. And I guess that she didn't like what I had to say about her vodka. I didn't say anything bad. I just... I guess I wasn't praising it as much as I was praising the other celebrity owned alcohols. Um, Her brand reposted the article and then they took it down. They took down their repost. Wow. I think she, she read what I had written and then took it down. And I I just want to say like, again, I have high standards because that's my drink of choice. That's my alcohol of choice. So not, and it's not bad. Did you call it the Fabletics of vodka? Is that what you did? Like Fabletics was definitely (laughs) Fabletics was definitely mentioned, but not in a bad way. And also, I think that I said like if you're balling on a budget, and I guess maybe she didn't like that because I don't know how much a bottle is. Let's say a bottle is like between it's twenty four ninety nine around there, maybe let's say or like in the twenties or in the thirties. So it's not as much as like a Belvedere or a kettle. so that's why I said, like, if you're balling on a budget, like, this vodka is great for you. And I said it needs a mixer. It's not oh. something that I would do shots of. <laughs> okay. Is that bad? <laughs> no, I, I love, I mean, I love I it. I don't know. I mean. Well, I, I like that it's like the vodka. 
it just it can't stand on its own. That's sort of the implication, which I love that sort of just that subtle. I, I love a subtle criticism that people who are not paying attention will be like, oh, cool. This seems like a fun vodka. But people who are paying attention are like, oh, she didn't like it that much. You know, like, I love that. Yeah. Well, I well, guess yeah, she but, didn't like that, that I said that, so. Well, look, you know, that. see, that dovetails with what I'm saying. She's like, oh, my God, try my vodka. Here's some vodka. Everybody try it. And then people review it. She's like, remove them off my Instagram, you know? Right. Like, that's that's the, that's the what I think she is under there, who's, like, petty enough to be like, remove it. She didn't kiss my butt enough. So her vodka is King Street Vodka. So that's Charleston, yeah? It's like the famous No, King it's New Street. York. It's New York. She oh. she used to have an apartment on King Street in New York. Oh, okay. So she named. Listen, I know a lot about Kate Hudson. Again, I'm a fan. Um, you know, and it 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 didn't make me feel good to not love her vodka. Like I right. wanted to love it. Like I wanted it to be my favorite celeb alcohol. I wanted to like shout from the rooftops. But I had to be honest, right? About you know the review. Um, so. I didn't want to sugarcoat like how I felt. So I apologize if that hurt her feelings. I'm looking at the King Street Vodka website right now. And the picture, the main picture is her holding a drink. And it's got like that little round ice, which I love. You know, like that little Sonic round ice. But then the drinks on the table are still full, but all the ice is melted. So I would say that even the extras in this ad felt the same. Oh God! Now no, we're just not. like digging, digging it deeper. <laughs> Consider this a free advertisement for King Street Vodka. You guys go out, buy King Street, make a drink, take a shot, and you let me know how you like it. Like maybe it's it's just me. Maybe it was just like my palate wasn't enjoying it um, on its own. In a mixer, it was fine. I would love it in like a screwdriver or a mattress, like, you know, anything fruity, I think it would taste great. So you guys let me know. Let's like, you know, listen, justice for King street. Let's not every vodka could be almost famous. Some of them have to be raising Helen and that's okay. Oh, look at you. Look at you. I like what you did. It's all happening. Okay. It's all (laughs) happening. So I'm going to, you know, I'll change my attitude and stop trying to hate on Kate just because um, she took that post down. And instead I will go, Try some King Street vodka because listen, I'm always looking for a new breakfast. Okay, so, so endorsed <laughs> by the Watch What Crappens guys. King Street vodka. I mean, th- endorsed. I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is like redemption for my bustle article that you guys just endorsed it. So on record, you endorsed King Street vodka. Let's get into the Kate Hudson file. I I have a feeling that she's gonna really hate my account after this but i gotta keep it real no, guys i was just kidding kate i don't even, i've never even had it okay I was just joking okay well no i mean she's gonna not be happy with this first dm that i'm gonna read but listen oh, like oh. i gotta keep it real so here we go we're in the file here's the first one i have one about kate she could no longer get features with a starring role mainly because she's got a reputation for being difficult on set, which a lot of celebrities are, but since her movies underperform, it's not worth the money. I used to work at a big studio. There was a comedy coming out starring a very popular A-plus female comedian. I heard they were seeing Kate for the supporting role second to the comedian. That character is homely, 
shy and doesn't put effort into her appearance. My boss told me Kate came to the test wearing a fuzzy cropped sweater with no bra and she had just gotten her boob job. Her nipples were at full attention. (laughs) She's got on tight jeans so her stomach is exposed and high heels. Complete opposite of what was asked. Needless to say, she didn't get the part. It went to another popular, mainly television actress. I asked, what the fuck was she thinking? And he's like, well, some actors are used to getting roles a certain way, I guess. Oh, shade. Hmm. Well, but that's also Hollywood. You know, Hollywood says things like, oh, we're looking for just a homely girl who doesn't pay attention to her appearance. It's like uh, Bridget Jones's diary. I mean, I know this is like an old reference, but when they were casting that and I read those books and I was... I was like, how would you take this woman who's obsessed with being chunky and like can't, she's just an insecure mess. And you cast Renee Zellweger, like the (laughs) cutest person, but Hollywood's like, oh, Renee Zellweger, she has squinty eyes. She can do this. It's like, how does that connect? You know? Yeah. I mean, listen, if you got it flaunted is like what I always say. And she is a beautiful woman. She's very sexy. I think she exudes sex appeal. Maybe it just wasn't the right part for her. And it sounds like maybe she was just not, you know, she was just dressing how she would normally dress. I mean, it doesn't sound like anything that was overtly sexy. She's a sexy woman. So she probably was just like, you know what? I'm Kate Hudson. Also, it's. And I'm just going to walk in here into this audition, dress like this, and they're just going to change the character to fit me. And that's just the way it's going to be. And they were like, hmm, we're going to go with True. whatever TV actress this was that they went with. Or like if they want to use, you know, or how about I'm an actor auditioning for a movie. So maybe I don't look how I'm going to look in the movie. Like right. did Tom Hanks show up as Forrest Gump? Like did he show up in a little weird suit and sit on the <laughs> park bench talking about shrimp? Exactly. Exactly. Let's get into a little bit more on Kate. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I fell off a treadmill at blank. They wanted me to blank out where they were um, because Kate Hudson was running next to me and I couldn't (laughs) stop accidentally staring. She was so sweet, like the nicest. She immediately asked if I was okay, and then we continued running together. Later, when the instructor told everyone to high five each other, I was like, I mean, I could not go in for a high five with Kate Hudson. But then she turned to me beaming, so excited to high five. Also, she was, oh, Jesus, she was not wearing Fabletics. <laughs> I can't. I can't win. I can't fucking win. That was amazing. Like this, this like great ode to Kate Hudson, like the redemption blind item, the redemption item. I like, but by the way, she doesn't support her own brands. <laughs> oh, God. I can't that win. That is funny. I love that I fell off the treadmill. But see, maybe she is nice. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, listen, I get 50-50, okay? I get 50-50. All right, here's another one. Um, this this was 10 years ago, okay? So I, and I like to also say, I, I like to remind people that these are – stories from you know up to 15 10 five years ago there's not these aren't what's in the files aren't really that recent um so this person says how to be at least 10 years ago kate was filming a movie in boston across the street from where i worked i think it was my best friend's girl because i also remember running into jason biggs at starbucks around that time Anyway, a co-worker and I went to get coffee. We were walking back to work through the Copley 
Fairmont Hotel and all of a sudden heard this little kid making a bunch of noises. Turned around and it was Ryder Robinson and Kate was right behind him. I definitely didn't want to bother her since she was with her son, but I was so excited. I have always loved Kate, thought she would be my celeb BFF if we ever met. My coworker got so nervous when she walked by that he dropped his wallet and work ID. So people are basically just like flailing and falling <laughs> all over the place in Kate Hudson's presence, which I love. Yeah. Um, she must have thought he did it on purpose to stop and look at them because when he stood up from picking up his stuff, she rolled her eyes and gave us some serious scoff. I was devastated. I obviously didn't say hi to her after that. I still give him hell for messing that up. So oh. it seemed like she probably... <laughs> She thought that maybe like they were creeping on her and her son, which I have to say, like she was with her son, you know, like I understand being protective, you know, when you're with your child, especially if it was a small child. But um, yeah, people are just like falling all over themselves. Maybe that's what maybe that's the moment she turned to her son and said, everybody is drunk at all times. We're coming out with a vodka. (laughs) maybe because you know you take it you take it personally when it happens to you but she's just imagine what she's seeing she's just there and she looks up and some guy like throws his wallet and falls on the ground you know she's (laughs) like what the hell is going on in the world that's such a good point like her perspective (laughs) like let's think of exactly like let's think of how she's seeing it like what her perspective is Mm. here's another one i'm like nervous because let's see how this one turns out um saw kate hudson with the foster sisters at earth cafe in Beverly Hills. They were at the next table. It took them so long to order and they wanted everything changed. (laughs) Oh God. I can already see this picture. I've been to that place. I know exactly what this is like. I have, this is resonating way too much for me. Even if it wasn't Kate Hudson, I'm like triggered right now. We've all been here. Oh my God. Um, Okay. (laughs) They all had their phones out and were not talking to each other. When the food arrived, they started taking pictures of the plates. Kate and Aaron ate and Sarah barely touched her plate. Kate was wearing yoga clothes. The foster sisters were dressed up and looked great. Maybe they were there for content. That's me oh. adding that in. Oh, yeah. For the Earth Cafe the Earth ca- pictures <laughs> of it all. Um, yeah. But as a, I used to wait tables. Uh, I waited tables for a really long time in L.A. Sp- really a long time in LA and oh my god that's I get trauma just listening to that you know and I don't know how anybody waits tables at Earth Cafe wait Earth Cafe don't you order at the counter or I yeah that's what order see that's the, the thing that's what yeah. I was thinking was weird. you do order you do order at the counter so that's why I, I was thinking this is sort of strange that they got table service but maybe because Kid Hudson's such a big star like that is like the the that is how big her orbit is or that she can get table took service place at the bar where they're just, yeah, maybe they were just at the bar where they're like, okay, I'll have the goddess in the morning <laughs> salad. Not with any green goddess. Oh my God. I hate tomatoes. Could you do bell peppers instead? Do you have ostrich eggs? This is, this is the earth cafe eggs? experience, by the way, like everyone goes up there and basically wants to change the entire menu for themselves. Every single time you go there. Wait, I love that. I'm, I'm a customizer. I like customizing things as well. I know it does get annoying, um, but I don't see any problem in that. Like you want what you want, right? Yeah, well, I, everyone. That's the thing that I think, if you're yes. like, can I, I? We all do, right? Because we all live in the same time where we're used to being able to do that. But it's like it's different if you're like, can I have a hamburger? But hold the onions. I don't eat onions. Something like that. 
but people have taken it really far. Like my half my family is gluten free and alert. They're all allergic to like a bunch of different things. So every time we go out with them, it's like, okay, gluten free. So is it really gluten free or is it just gluten friendly? Okay. What counter is it made on? Is there a separate counter for gluten free things? to? And they go through this whole thing. And um, I'm just like, oh my God, I thank God I'm not waiting tables today because there would be a string of dead people just, out, <laughs> you know, lining the restaurant. Um, I love also how you guys, you guys sound like so many of my followers, like I'll post something and then someone will be like, there's no waiter service at Earth Cafe. <laughs> like they'll come in with like, they'll come well, yeah. in with like, that's like not the point. That wasn't the point of like the the story. Like the point was just like describing the scenario between her and the foster sisters. But, no, but it's then there's always that one person. Because it suggests special treatment. It's like an injustice in this no, life. I, that this woman who is who is giving us fabletics because she's one with us. She just wants to give us comfy pants, but then gets special treatment at Earth Cafe. She gets table service. It's not right. I mean, okay. Well, TBD, maybe someone made up that whole thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Maybe well, that's the is... thing. And are you constantly trying to figure that out? Because I would imagine if I were in your position, I would constantly be like, are they lying? Like, it depends. there's no waiter service at Earth Cafe. Who is this? And what are they doing? And <laughs> no. where did Lisa Rinna get my email in the first place? <laughs> you know? It always comes back to Rinna. Um, no, <laughs> I don't think that somebody's making up seeing Kate Hudson at Earth Cafe in Beverly Hills. I think that sometimes people write the details wrong or they'll get something wrong like in the retelling of the story. And then mm-hmm. people like you guys will stick on... <laughs> At one point. That's what we do. We'll stick on that one point. We recap Housewives episodes. And so we're talking about these major fights. And really all we care about is like something that happened 10 years ago that had nothing to do with anything. And, you know. That's human nature. You know, you're no, never totally. focused on the real meat of it. Let me, let me tell you something. There was once an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, speaking of Lisa Rinna, where Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane went and got lunch at this place called Sweet Butter that's in the Valley. And they sat down at the table and a waiter came up and took their order. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit because there is no waiter service at Sweet Butter either. And I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, this is bullshit. I always have to wait in the line. So do you think they did it for the show or because yeah. they were celebrities or both? I, both. For the show? I think okay. it was both. I th- I cannot I cannot imagine Lisa Rinna wanting to wait in a line at Sweet Butter. I think she says, hey, can you just like come to our table? We're going to sit out there. We're famous. Just come to us. Okay. Thanks so much. I was in a soul cycle class with Lisa Rinna once in West Hollywood and girlfriend like did her own routine the whole time. Wow. Like I don't know. <laughs> what Whoa. she was doing but she like did her own routine and that's damning then <laughs> sounds right it was gr- it was fucking amazing it was fabulous actually that's funny um okay let's close out kate hudson i mean i have a couple more but it's like all along the same lines of the same thing like i met kate hudson and she was great i met kate hudson and she rolled her eyes i met kate hudson and she was a bitch like I, you know what i mean so it's I like you know i i <laughs> Everyone's going to have a different opinion. I do think that she has a very specific reputation. She is a Nepo baby. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think she does have like a very specific reputation. She grew up in, in I think, the Pacific Palisades. She went to a really um, exclusive high school, private high school there. She's been around celebrities her whole life. Um you know, I don't think she's Pollyanna. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. So 
this person says, I saw Justin Timberlake and Kate Hudson at a club in L.A. one night. He was still very together with Cameron Diaz and he and Kate Hudson were making out all night, like all over each other. I couldn't believe it. And then this wow. person says, had Britney come in the department I'm in? Oh, this is just, sorry. This is just another tidbit from the same person. They had Britney Spears come in the department they managed. She was super sweet, but kept asking for different sizes and things and opening the fitting room door naked. I mean, that's yeah. not surprising. <laughs> um, but Kate Hudson and Justin Timberlake did hook up. Like That's like a known thing. I don't know how known. I don't know if it was in the press. I don't know if there were paparazzi pictures of them back in the day but they had like a fling i don't know if it overlapped with cameron diaz i actually think cameron diaz and kate hudson are friends so obviously there's no bad blood there if it did overlap um but yeah and also don't forget kate hudson dated nick jonas do you remember that no i did not remember that at all wow you know what's so weird? I have like a black spot in my head, like a little black hole where I guess all the Kate Hudson news went because <laughs> I don't really know any gossip about Kate Hudson. Like if we were just having lunch and you're like, oh, my God, let's talk about Kate Hudson. I'd be like, what about her? <laughs> I love yes. Goldie Hawn. Like I don't I don't have like a lot of Kate Hudson information in yes, my head. See, I'm telling you guys, I'm a big Kate Hudson fan. That's why I'm like really into her life, I guess. So I like it. I just want to be like, oh, my God. Are you jealous of your mom or is your mom jealous of you? And then oh, when you do these so movies, does your, does your mom like get jealous because your mom was an overboard? Like, what is your mom? I would be that annoying friend who's like, oh, my God, Kate, happy birthday. How's your mom? <laughs> she her and her mom seem to have the cutest relationship. Like, they're so they're like twins. They're so cute. Um, you know, no Kate Hudson hate here, even though, you know, I have a few other stories that don't put her in the best light i guess let's just leave them in the file for now i think we've covered okay. covered enough kate <laughs> and now i can't now i'd want to know if earth cafe if any locations of earth cafe <laughs> has waiter service that's all I'm, that's my takeaway from this whole podcast <laughs> That's the you most know, I'm trying thing. to think, too, because I, I usually order at the counter there, but I'm wondering if they have both, like counter service and regular service. I'm sure know. somebody listening will write in and let us know. It was the Beverly Hills location that Kate was spotted at. So if you have any, if you work there, I mean, maybe somebody listening works there. They'll, they'll, they'll fill us in. I hope you get a blind item that's like, this restaurant in Beverly Hills claims to be counter service only, but lately... <laughs> It's been giving table service. XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I hope so too. Please, yeah, send me in blind send me in blind dives about Earth Cafe, please. <laughs> about labor practices. So fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. You guys, I do get like DMs about um like labor practices at some restaurants i'm like i can't i can't get into that like you know like i'm sorry like you know i try to like you know tell ask people if it's serious i'll be like do you want to talk to a reporter who could better handle the story but yeah yeah it gets like dark you, you have to start like policing the world like the cappuccino foam artist at the earth cafe took up the handicap spot at work the other night. You're like, guys <laughs> we just have an expose yeah. on earth cafe okay. Fast casual, fast casual blind items only. 
<laughs> oh my god i didn't even know that that was the genre of restaurant i love that fast casual i think actually earth cafes it is a genre of restaurant i think actually fast uh earth cafe is like slight, it's a slightly more elevated than that, than that but usually if you're like ordering yeah. at a counter and then Taking a number, it's usually a fast casual restaurant. Fast yeah. cash. Fast cash. Yeah. Um, cash. Okay, we, we're out of time. It has been a blast. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Oh, thank um, you for having us. It was so us. great to meet you. Thank you so much for having us. We love yeah. talking to you. I love reading you. So it's like a real honor to be here. Oh, my so God. Well, I'm, I'm honored as well. I know you guys have like um, a huge fan base. So I thank you for taking the time and tell everyone where they can find you. They can find your podcast. I know you guys also have a live show on Spotify. Yeah. Right? We were on the same night. We just finished, we just finished out our term there, but we were on the same night as you. And it was so cool. Cause we could always, I, w- I went in and listened to yours a couple of times. Cause I think it was right before us. Are you still doing yours? No, I don't think they're doing shows anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know if we were allowed to say that. I'm saying it because I don't want people to think I got fired. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that was super fun because the listeners are so fun. They're really, really funny. And it was like a big party in there. That was super fun. So we're going to look for something to do in the new year. But in the meantime, our website, watchwhatcrappens.com, has most of our stuff. You know, we do five, six, seven shows sometimes a week and bonus episodes and videos. And we're going to go back on tour starting in January um, for about six months. So yeah, a lot of stuff, you know, we just do this, but all the time it's good times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And thank Thank you guys for for listening. See you next time. Bye. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to do you. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.